Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, my little biddies. It is your host, Rachel, here. This is the Lipstick Biddies Podcast, formerly known as the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the family. This is so much more than a podcast. We're a community. Make sure to use hashtag Lipstick Biddies and caption what you love most about this podcast and tag me at Lipstick Biddies for a chance to be posted on our Instagram feed for Feature Fridays. I am so appreciative of you listening into this podcast today and being a part of the Lipstick Biddies community. If you're digging this podcast, there are a few ways that you can help to support. First, when you love an episode or see a post on social that you resonate with, or if you're listening to an episode and want to take a screenshot, please always tag me at Lipstick Biddies and at Rachel Rose Makeup so I can return the favor because we love returning the favor. Sharing on social and recommending this podcast to your friends is always the easiest way to help this community grow. Second, please, please, please rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Your reviews are incredibly appreciated by me as a small creator who would love to amplify all the voices you see and hear on this show. Those reviews are what helps get visibility for this podcast. I read every single review. You guys are so amazing. I love it. Lastly, you can sign up to be a Lipstick Biddies subscriber on Patreon for only $5 a month. Y'all, that is less than a price of a lipstick. As a patron, you will receive access to a private Lipstick Biddies community Facebook group. This is where we support each other. We ask questions, share advice, promote our work, celebrate our wins, and continue the conversation you hear on this podcast. I'm talking about job leads, assisting opportunities, makeup collection, kit organization advice, content creating tips, you know, all the good shit that you want and you need to succeed. And more than anything, have a sense of belonging and community with a truly supportive group of people. All are welcome in this group, no matter what amount of experience you have or your current line of work. Lipstick Biddies is a fully one-woman show, so your support as a patron will go towards helping this podcast and help me to bring you more frequent and higher quality content in the future. Make sure to check out our Instagram at Lipstick Biddies and at Rachel Rose Makeup. And always slide into my DMs with any feedback, any conversation. I love hearing from you all. So make sure to reach out and reach out to the fellow artists within the Lipstick Biddies community. Everybody is truly, truly supportive. Enjoy the episode and we will see you next week.
Good evening. Good to see you. I've missed you. It's good to see you back. New friends. I've made a lot of new friends recently off Clubhouse and other places. Welcome. So happy to have you here to this little family and this little podcast we call Dirty South Makeup. Quick thing before we get into it. Put this on pause before you get into the episode and head on over to the Apple Podcast and please submit a rating and a review for this podcast. I know so many of you always are DMing me, telling me how you love this this podcast so much so please 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 go take five seconds submit a rating if you have a little bit longer write a little review it really helps us creators push out our content to more people and as always please continue to tag me please tag me whatever you see something that reminds you of me reminds you of an episode when you're listening I love seeing those screenshots of when you guys are listening to the episodes tag me so I can repost you and as always please slide in my dms if you have any ideas for episodes I have such a stacked month ahead you guys aren't even ready you guys aren't even ready for what's coming at you this next like six weeks is gonna be fucking fire so we're kicking it off right our four-month anniversary episode here tonight with miss satya linak and you can follow her on instagram at satya s-a-t-y-a underscore linak l-i-n-a-k and um, i hope everybody's feeling a little bit better in a celebratory mood today I'm sure for a lot of you and um, I'm here with you and one last thing if you missed my bonus newsflash episode I'm going to be doing those weekly now with real-time updates about the makeup community things that I find helpful or interesting maybe events or webinars anything at all that I feel like needs to be announced in real time is going to be on my newsflash episodes from now on um, so if you missed that go back and listen I talk about about the Danessa Myrick's New Angels search, which she's searching for 50 new angels. I talk about Clubhouse and what you can do to get in if you need invites. Actually, let me know because I have a couple extra invites. First come, first serve, y'all. And the virtual makeup show, which is at the end of the month. Stay tuned for more information on that and enjoy the episode. Welcome everybody to the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. I'm so excited to have my friend here today. Satya Linak, which I feel like she doesn't, she doesn't need an introduction, but here she is. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Hi, Satya. I'm so excited that we're doing this. I feel like every time, I don't know. I, I'm always very excited to record. I'm always excited yeah. to talk to my friends. I'm always excited to talk to people um, that I admire their work and look up to, such oh, as yeah. such as you. So I'm really, I'm really like excited and humbled that you would be on this little podcast that I have Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I mean, I always Mm -hmm. feel like we connect. I mean, we connected through the Danessa Myricks Angels program, but we also Mm -hmm. really connected through DMs and such. So I already feel like I know you. Like you're you're my beauty buddy for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were my (laughs) beauty buddy too. Like BFFs. Yeah. It's it's funny because um, most of the guests that I've had on, I do have like some sort of like conversational relationship with. And that's why recording these are so fun because it's just like I'm getting to chit chat with a friend and usually and it's it's kind of like how it is with you like most of the people that I've had on the show I've had like uh send voice memos video memos back and forth but we've not, never actually like live been on yeah. the phone together so then it's like oh yay now I get to actually talk to you in person so it's nice well you're actually quite fun and funny oh, so I've listened to every episode I love wow. I also love that it's like getting to know a lot of the angels 
Mm-hmm. I like getting, I don't know, I like, I like kind of like getting to know people because everybody has such a different story, especially True makeup that. artists and how you became, you know, they came into makeup. Everybody's like so different. So yeah. it's been really nice to sit down and I'm bringing on um, in future episodes some other artists that are local in Atlanta and things like that. So I'm really excited what's ahead for the podcast. Um, cool. Just like really exciting things. It's been, we've been doing it for three months. Thank you for sticking with me. <laughs> Thank you, Satya, for sticking with me. First of all, you, you've been like in the makeup industry for a very long time. Uh, how many years have you been? Have, have like when did you start doing makeup? How old were you? I uh, professionally or just like slapping it, you know, doing crazy goth makeup. You Let's, know what I mean? Oh my god, your goth <laughs> phase was like amazing. Oh my god, yes, I love that. So what? Yeah, when did you? So when did you become interested in makeup? And then how did you start becoming a professional makeup artist? I have always been a like an artist growing up. So I would design jewelry, paint, draw all that stuff. And then in my teens, I went wild and crazy with my hair and makeup doing crazy goth stuff. You might have seen on Instagram. I'll story it sometimes. Um, I um, love that picture. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, back in the 90s, I mean, the 1890s, there was no, uh, <laughs> just kidding. There was makeup artistry wasn't so much a career. So the only thing I knew to do, well, like I uh, went to school for fine arts and with an emphasis in photography. And okay. I ended up, this is before digital, this is like in the dark room. Um, and I ended up setting up my shoots with people and doing the makeup and that kind of stuff. And I really, mm -hmm. really enjoyed that. When I was 19, I was diagnosed with cancer. So I had to drop mm -hmm. out and I'm going to try to condense this because we have like 20 plus years going on. <laughs> but uh, I... I and you're a two-time two cancer survivor, right? I'm a two-time lymphoma survivor and I had a bone marrow transplant. So wow. yeah, I am very lucky to be hitting 41 in a week. So uh, during chemotherapy, obviously I lost my hair and I started buying wigs in 1999 mm -hmm. and uh, experimenting with makeup and it made my heart and my spirit feel really good because I was very alienated. I don't think people understand back then there was no social media. There was right. snail mail call waiting like yeah so i was just very alienated so i would use wigs mm -hmm. and makeup to feel good and do little self portraits back then um and then i started uh i went to the salon i was doing treatment the first time in hawaii and the owner of the salon asked if i wanted to be his apprentice so i started working there as his apprentice thinking hair was the only thing i could do right and i'm 20 years old at that point Satya looks absolutely fucking hot. <laughs> like right now, she's like, like has like, she just looks beautiful. She has this like beautiful blonde bob, like red lip, like a purple it's top. It's all for you, baby. And I'm here like looking like a goddamn scrub with like my whiskey in hand. I like smell really bad, and I'm like, no, oh shit, Satya. <laughs> um. <laughs> But just to so give you funny. a visual of like the contrasting, uh, but the con on a day to day, I'm in pajamas, yeah. no wig, no makeup. I just feel um, so flattered that you got dressed up for me. Oh, uh, I shaved my legs <laughs> for you. Like we're on a oh date right now. Oh wow! Oh wow! And I'm that person that showed up to the date like not preparing to get laid because that's happened to me plenty of times. No, <laughs> that's, like, oh. you, that's exactly when you get laid is when you don't shave your bikini. And I wonder why I'm still single. <laughs> hey, I'm single too. Um. So okay, let me. <laughs> Let me go back. So I was working in the salon. Here we are going back to it. I was in Hawaii. So right 
there's a lot of events and there's a lot of military balls. And uh, so I started getting requests because I would come in to work when I wasn't throwing up from chemo. I would come in and wear wigs and makeup and look done up. And people actually didn't really know I was sick. And they would say, hey, I love the way you look. Can you do my makeup for this event? And I started to get paid for that. And Uh that's when the light bulb went off. I was like, ding, ding, ding. I can make money doing makeup. I love this. So fast forward, uh, went into remission, got cancer again, moved to Seattle, had a bone marrow transplant. I remember I could not wear makeup for 45 days because I didn't have an immune system. And I remember day 45, I put that, I didn't even have lashes. I didn't have anything, but I put that red lipstick and my signature wing liner. Those are like my two things since the nineties. And it was just amazing. And I had to spend a year rebuilding my immune system and everything in my being knew I had to move to LA. Makeup is my passion. I was so blessed to be alive. I didn't want to squander, you know, my life and something I was so passionate about. LA was calling me. I'd never visited. And I moved to LA when I was 23 and I'm about to be 41. So I've been here off and on since then working in the industry on everything, everything you could think of. You know, I was a Mac girl for years. I've anything and everything I've done. I don't really work on movies though. I I haven't done a movie in many years. You have, you literally have done everything and anything. And you're also like, you innovate, you've been innovating new new ways to do things. And first of all, if you're not following Satya, you already, you should be following her Um, and pause this and go and look at her Instagram feed. So you did, why don't you explain it? So the Wighead project for On Makeup Magazine, that was, you know, as creatives, it's in our soul to create like it brings us joy and especially in this time of great chaos and you know uncertainty it's like okay i am locked up in my apartment how can i paint a face without actually painting a face right Mm -hmm. besides my own Mm -hmm. so my creative partner and i came up with this concept and i was like well you know i have all these wig heads that i already paint so i ordered some and then i came up with the backstories and it was all based on art that really inspired me my travels so so there's a Tamara, I mean, I could go through the list. There's a Tamara Delimpica. <laughs> there's a Frida Kahlo, who's so yes. inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, punk rock Picasso. I went to the Picasso Museum in Spain. I love it. My club kid, Wild, which is kind of like me. It's almost like these are expressions of me. And then the Liz Taylor mm-hmm. circa 1960 pearl face that took, took me two yes. days. Yes. And so, uh, so then we had to like shoot. It was very interesting trying to create a shoot when everything's on lockdown. So then I had to deliver these to the photographer who had to shoot a model social distance and then mm-hmm. the body is the model and then the head is my wig heads that That's I painted I and, and so I did, they all did that stuff. in Photoshop that they like yeah. okay and then we had a fashion illustrator create all the the wardrobe so it was just like a collaboration from afar it was amazing did you approach on makeup magazine to have this or yeah did they and approach then, no, I think we approached them. I mean, they've, you know, been in discussions before and Michael wanted to do an interview. So I, I talk about the whole process, but it's really interesting since we're Danessa Angels, you know, the color fix is very similar to acrylic paint. So mm-hmm. I was able to use a lot of Danessa color fix on those styrofoam wig heads because they're really mm-hmm. hard to paint, by the way. Really hard. That's so interesting. I assume you do, you use just regular paint. I didn't realize that you use makeup. Well, I That's had so to, cool. you know, I got to credit Danessa. So I was of like... Course. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I always talk about the color fix. That's like oh, the number favorite. one. Yeah, it's like this a staple in my kit almost to the point where I'm like, I don't even like, I don't even really enjoy working with powder as much. I'll use it, but like I always just 
seem to always grab the color fix. And one of the big things is because there's no fallout. So I can be as like, I can be as like messy as I want to and not worry about it, like messing up the face. You know, I've been doing this for almost 21 years and I don't really, uh, I'm not jaded, but I just, I've seen so many products that I don't get excited very often. I'm just being honest. I've seen it all. Right. Like not everything, but the color fix when they came out, I think is one of the, and I say this very sincerely, one of the most innovative makeup products I have ever seen, ever wow. used. I've been excited since the first time I touched them. Pure cream pigment, waterproof. I've been talking about it for a long time. <laughs> that's why I, so that's why I love it because it's waterproof. And so I can like go swim in a pool. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Nothing yeah, totally. will run down your face. You could do, I did an underwater photo shoot and yeah. they were like kind of like looking at me weird when I was doing the type of makeup that I was doing. They're like, is that going to stay? And I was like, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't you Wait. worry. Now, now I want to see those photos. Oh, I posted. I posted oh, some okay. of them. Yeah, okay. I posted I'll some have of to, them. I have to rewind and go back on your Insta. Yeah. So you, so I'm in the powder group. I'm Obviously, not, you know Michael. Everybody knows Michael. I, so yeah, I, I know Michael. I am actually not a part of the powder group, but he's so generous to invite me to everything. So. Thank you, Michael. So for me, I signed up for the powder group two years ago at the makeup show. And yeah. my friend Deep D, she encouraged me to sign up for it. And if I didn't sign up for it, I don't think that I would have been able to find work as quickly as I did when I moved to Atlanta because I oh. went into the powder group. Because basically what the powder group is, is it's a networking group. So you get access to okay. a Facebook group, which they post jobs. You also oh. get access to education that's either free or discounted. Okay. Um, you also get the copy of On Makeup Magazine quarterly mm -hmm. for free included in your, and the membership fee, I think is like, it's like 120 a year. And yeah. they did it, they always do at the show, it's two years for the price of one. So for me, I was like, yeah, duh, this is like a no brainer. Great for so networking, I, for so, you yeah, getting. Especially if you don't know where to start and people always ask me like how I start. And I'm like, mm. because I, you know, did this networking group and as soon as I got to Atlanta, I went into the Facebook group and I filtered it by people that lived in Georgia yeah. and I messaged them and I was like, hey, 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 hello, like come meet up with me. And I ended up meeting up with uh, Priya, uh, oh, who- my kitty? Oh, Priya, Priya, Priya your works kitty. for On, on Makeup <laughs> yes. Magazine. Yes, I, Priya, I, she lives she, here. Yeah, she and I were writing to do all the On Makeup Magazine mm -hmm. stuff. She works with Michael, yeah, so I know right. Priya. I was right. like, you're my kitty. Right. Yeah. Priya yeah. Means so, yes. So Priya, Priya works <laughs> for Michael and the yeah. powder group. She lives here. So I was able to meet her in person. I was also awesome. able to meet another person named Erica Ages who ended up hiring me onto her bridal events Sweet. team. So That's like, awesome. yeah, I had jobs right off the bat. And like, I feel like this industry very much is like about who you know, you have to be in the right place at the right time. However, if you like make yourself see, like, I feel like, I feel like I haven't had as many like connections right off the bat. Like, I feel like I haven't been put in the spot where I've been like, oh, wow, I can't believe I'm on this set. I can't believe I'm like doing this because I just knew this person. I like constantly am just like putting myself out there and trying to be seen, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because it's like, if you just sit back and don't oh, you show can't. yourself, and, then I you're mean, never going to be able to, unless someone brings you onto a set and then you're, <laughs> 
<laughs> but I have, um, I have years of advice and my assistant gets a lot of it. But yeah, you can't, this is a hustle type business. Um, mm -hmm. And you are your own manager, agent, web designer, you know, everything, accountant. You do have, you have to do everything. There's no sitting on your backside. Nothing's going to come to you. You have to like network and work for it. And that's, you know, and, but also in the last year, it's been a hit for all of us. So mm -hmm. if you can just, yeah. you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, my career is going great right, right. now. Do we even right. have a career? Right. You know, it's a, it, I'm but just kind of like, pivot. you yeah, have to pivot. Which, Everybody's pivoted. So with you, I feel like I've really seen, especially your creativity when it comes to like videos. I really love the ooh. way that you edit the videos and it's like a visual piece. You know what I mean? Like I can truly see how you're like an artist and you have a background in art because yeah. because people that do have an artist brain you yeah. see them doing creating things in different mediums you know what I mean as an artist we are a constant evolution and you have to be open to learning and you can learn from everyone and I find if I meet someone who thinks they know everything run run I'm telling <laughs> you baby artists that because nobody knows everything you never stop learning Yes. And one of the things, you know, here I am going into my 21st year of getting paid to do makeup and I learned video editing this year and I'm actually, mm -hmm. or 2020, I'm proud of myself because I'm proud of you too. <laughs> it's amazing. And I love your, I'm I love your videos. Amazed. It was a huge compliment that you just told me that you could see my artistry in it because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying. You know what I mean? I'm trying something new. And if you can feel my vibe in it, that just makes me happy. And another. Well, yeah. And oh. like the music and everything, because like they say that not everybody listens to. They say not to worry about music and stuff like that because oh, not I everybody love... listens to. But I notice the music, too, because I pay attention to the music when I'm editing. Yeah, me too. Um I live for music. I work on a lot of musicians. I work on a lot of rock stars, you know. I just, I love music. So it's just something, it has to go with the, the video. Because it's like a, it's like you're, the walking soundtrack for life. Mm -hmm. That's what songs are to me. Um, I love that. Yes, yes. Um, Agreed. And then, you know, it's interesting. And I want to say another thing is you see my style is very creative. So mm -hmm. I'm in LA, which is very commercial and you know, lifestyle, natural makeup. And I just want to kind of bring this up because this is something I've dealt with my whole career here since 2003. I have part of me, just my, my nature is to be expressive and bold. And uh, my makeup style was always pushing art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I remember moving here. I couldn't even tell you how many times I've been told no. Trying to get agents. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not the right style. You need to have natural makeup. You have to have lifestyle makeup. You gotta do lifestyle shoots. I got told no so many damn times i did have an agent not right now but i have the point i want to make is it doesn't matter how many times i was told no i always persevered and i find that with social media now this is a way younger artists are at an advantage because before i have an old school like leather bound portfolio i used to carry mm, into mm -hmm. agents and clients like now you have instagram you, you have networking at the touch of your fingertips people can see your portfolio right away and you're allowed to be more expressive and so it's almost, you know, there's like pros and cons to everything. But one of the pros in social media is that I can now fully express myself and be embraced. 
I can do my drag. I can do my crazy wigs. I, you know, I can do creative beauty shoots and it's not weird anymore. So, cause I got told that for so many years, it's quite refreshing. So I just wanted to bring up a positive because, you know, a lot of, I'm not, my background is being on set, not painting my own face. So even this whole right. year has been getting out of my own comfort zone because I've always thought, who the hell wants to see my face? I don't give a shit. I've seen, <laughs> I've looked at so those. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, I, but I, I love working on someone else. And so right. I'm the same try, trying to take the judgment out of painting myself and posting myself. It's been a difficult one, to be honest. And I'm starting to embrace it, which is uh, awesome. It's really hard to find like creative matches when it comes to your team as well yep. and people that like trust you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because we've talked a little bit about, you know, for example, your, what was it? The fresh, was it called Fresh Meat? Fresh Meat. The, the Fresh Meat my, editorial? My uh, editorial that has still going viral, what, yeah. three years, three years after it came out. And um, if you guys, <laughs> You know you hit it when when someone makes a YouTube a 20 minute YouTube video shit talking me and calling me the cannibal makeup artist. <laughs> hey, I, I remember when that happened. My I called my agent. I'm like, holy shit, you made it. <laughs> Somebody made this horrible video about me. He's like, all press is good press. That's hilarious. So, I would love that. All you have to do is Google it. Um, this guy's. I I don't want to say anything negative, but um, you're welcome. So anyhow, I did this shoot and, you know, there's a lot of, and you know, I'm an art background, so I could give you my artist statement on it, but I, what I want, wanted people to do, like the, I, I have a creative partner. I've been very fortunate. She's a photographer, Julia SH, as she goes by, we met through Instagram years ago. And just, it was like one of those connections where you're like, I found my match. I found my creative match. Mm -hmm. We get each other. We can, mm -hmm. we, it's amazing. So it took years to find her, but we did. And and so we came up with this concept and it became a beauty editorial. So and it was very difficult to shoot um, and there's a lot of nuances to it. So we actually, it took multiple shoots over a year and a half and I was on every aspect of it down to the final editing. It was something that meant a lot to us. And what I love is that art creates a visceral reaction. So even if people hated it, which I don't even like to use the word hate, but if they really viscerally just did not like it, at least they had some sort of reaction, reaction to mm -hmm. it. Or if they got some sort of message out of it, whatever they wanted to, it makes me happy. And uh, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm the damn cannibal makeup artist, you know, I guess, I guess <laughs> it is what it is. I love it. Like, I love it though. I, yeah, it's just so hard. It's, it's kind of like dating. It's kind of like dating. You oh, really boy. have to like search for your match and it's a lot of luck and timing mm -hmm. in order to find yeah. that. Like, and I'm still, I'm still looking for you. If you're listening, my perfect, <laughs> well, my perfect photographer, perfect creative, creative <laughs> people. I'm uh, like my assistants. I'm like, always get BTS with your cell phone on set because you cannot guarantee there's going to be makeup images that work for you from yeah. shoots. And yes. even at my stage in my career, I still do that. And especially social media, people want to see, they don't want to see Facetune. They don't want to see retouch. They want to see what's behind the scenes, fresh skin. They want to see it out of your cell phone. And people love that. People love behind the scenes. The less editing, the better. So like if you're taking your own photos, you can have more control over that. Right. Yeah. People love, <laughs> people love behind the scenes. Like I feel yes. like people like that oh, more I love than it. like it gets more like attention for me it's at least juicy. Like, on my I love social it. media. So you talked about your assistant. How did you find your assistant? Well, um, I actually have a highlight in my stories on assisting because right now no one's reached out, but usually I have people 
reaching out. You know, I'm not working, so no one's reached out recently. But <laughs> my current assistant of three to four years, she is the best I've ever had. And um, she, okay, so you have to remember I'm old school. I want a properly written email. If you DM mm -hmm. me, I want to assist you with the letter U. How the... <laughs> I mean, really, like you have to think of it as you're applying for a job. Mm -hmm. So what's professional? You spell someone's name correctly, because I can't tell you, like, even my friend Stephen Dimmick, he's like, people put Steve with a V instead of a PH and Stephen. And he's like, all you have to do is look at my website. That's how you're emailing me or my Instagram. And you can't even spell my name. Delete, you know, talk a little bit about yourself. Leave your contact info. Make it mm -hmm. personal. Why do you think we would be a good match? So she just wrote something that connected with me. And I, I'm the type. It's interesting because I've heard like Lottie's podcast. She doesn't like this. But I like to do a coffee date to make sure I vibe with that person. Because to mm -hmm. me, energy is very powerful. Very, yeah. And I can't be in an intimate working space with someone with someone that I don't vibe with. And so yes. I have to have a coffee date to make sure we're going to connect. I also make people sign a contract that I've written because I've had so many issues on set where like I can give you examples where I'm like, they almost lost me clients. Wow. And so now it's business. I'm super fun and I'm very, but I'm very professional on set and then we can have fun after, you know, what makes a good assistant and what makes a bad assistant assume that well, they are going to set with you. These are all things that I intuitively did when I was starting out when I used to work on movies in my mid 20s, I worked with someone who's now in Louisiana working on everything big. And she's like, I remember she called me a few years ago. She's like, Satya, you are still the best assistant I ever had. Move to Louisiana. I'll get you in the union. And I'm like, I don't want to do movies and I don't want to move there. And what I realized is why that was because I'm very intuitive. So I would, I would pay attention. I would be observant. I would know her next step and I would do it before she needed it. So when you start working with someone long enough, you know, you don't overstep your boundaries. And so that's what my current assistant she's very intuitive in that way you don't give your i've had oh pisses me off i'm not gonna name a name but someone gave their card out on my set and i was like Ugh, that's oh. like rule number one no in front of me you should have like smoke that's coming bad. out of my ears that i i didn't that's say bad. anything there i said it when we went outside because i'm a professional again but yeah i mean i've had someone i had an assistant once on a commercial and we're at lunch and she starts talking about her mom's diarrhea while <laughs> i'm talking to the producer and i'm like nice. i almost wanted to be like shut the fuck up excuse my language oh my god but <laughs> i can't say that i just looked at her like come on time and place and he got up and walked away i've had assistants mm. where they post bts without asking if you're shooting a fashion mm. line where it comes out six months to a year later oh, mm -hmm. uh she did that and i was like wow you want to i, I that's found all, like out, common sense stuff to yeah, me i was like wow so you're gonna lose me a client here by posting you didn't even ask permission like it's just things are um i keep having to edit this document that i make people sign because you know stuff like that social media has changed the game like you can't you just shouldn't mm -hmm. be you're there to make the keys life easier. It's it's funny because I have a document for assistance too, and I've had like no assistance, oh, <laughs> but I well, have it ready to go because I worked. So I worked in admin for so long. So like yeah. I'm all about documents, processes, spreadsheets, contracts. Yeah. Like that is all like my jam. So like I had to make one up because I was gonna have someone assist me um, on a on a wedding even, and I was just like, yeah. I need to make sure that this person knows that like what what I put in. It, you know obviously is like my expectations for them but also like if you can't come for any reason you're going to refund me your retainer you're going to 
tell me mm, with adequate, smart, yeah. you're going to tell me with adequate notice and provide a replacement, but it's up to me whether or not that person's hired. See, I you don't know, really like, do bridal. So, but this is interesting yeah. to hear because like, this is a little different. I don't than- think any... I don't yeah. think anybody else does this, but I don't know. I just... No, that's smart. I even have contracts for like clients with COVID right now. I made oh, a contract. Yeah. So I made a contract, first of all, like a, obviously like a health and wellness checklist yeah. that they sign the day of and I take their temperature. Um, but also I have a two page long thing that says like, hey, here are the steps that I'm doing to keep you safe. Here are the things that is required of me of the state. And we both understand the mutual risk of engaging in services and release both parties from liability um and very 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 smart and i that's on my list to do but i'm high risk so i'm not working at all at all right right and so it's on my list for you know whenever the vaccines you know when it's a bit safer but i absolutely agree with that it's very smart Mm -hmm. i think i would be i can't wait to be an assistant because i feel like i really have i assisted like on new york fashion week but i feel like that's like a little bit different i did years of assisting and i still assist if it's a friend and they need help i will clean your damn brushes i don't care i want to i want to assist i just haven't been able I haven't been given the opportunity to and I've reached out to people about assisting and it's you know it's 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 gonna come like but there's like certain artists that I've reached out to it'll it'll happen eventually it's just like it's a relationship too you have to vibe you know timing is everything sometimes they're like man I need someone if you email just at the right time you're you know what I mean right and I I also want to say like though I do have a contract I still nurture like I think of my assistant as my baby so I nurture her career and you know I do everything I can to help her too it's not just like hey you know it's like Mm -hmm. I have had some horror stories assisting and I was like I am Mm -hmm. never going to be that That I'm never going to treat someone like shit I'm going to be kind and so it's a choice but that's what I choose to do Uh, and I I feel like it's more rewarding that way yeah I mean there's like certain makeup artists that are like notorious for that Ooh, and, uh, yeah I'm not, not gonna name names you could like look it up you <laughs> no. could look it up because it's public no. it's uh, yeah uh, it is like I don't know you guys need to follow makeup artists dank memes because like every so often they'll a- they'll ask questions like that being like what was your worst experience on set or like what was this and they'll repost the answer so just like follow them and like go look at those stories because they're really entertaining so look like if you're having like frustrations with someone on set and it's not working or they do you dirty it's almost worth it it's almost just better off to just be like cool noted I will never work with you again and just you know be as professional and nice as possible so that they can never talk shit about you always and you're talking to someone with years of dealing with this Um, I have years of dealing with this and I've only been in business for four years so (laughs) I mean the best thing is to I mean one of the rules when I teach yes I also do education I've done Mm -hmm. I've done workshops for the last eight years and then by the way i was supposed to start teaching at makeup designery aka mud yes. but yeah. i you know with covid they were like you know it's just not it's not uh happening i do one-on-one by the way zooms if you guys want a makeup mentor anyhow one of my career aspirations would be to be an educator in some way or another like I would like a career aspiration for mine is to be doing a demo like on a stage uh, at the makeup yeah. show or at IMATS really um, okay yeah that's like a career aspiration universe like, I would listen love, she wants I would that, love that. Rachel yeah I'm putting that. it out there maybe in 20 years uh, <laughs> um, when I have like carpal tunnel syndrome and my assistant is doing everything and I'm just coaching her through <laughs> oh no <laughs> um, anyways <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, that is like, that is one of my, yeah, that's one of my career aspirations. Did you, did you want to be an educator? Is it something that just kind of like you fell into that so, came about? Um, I would say like at a certain point, I mean, when I was younger, I was always, I had a lot of fear in doing things. And then at a certain point when you've done makeup, it's something you're so passionate about for so long, it just becomes like, I don't have fear about it. I don't have fear about talking mm-hmm. about it, demoing, standing in front of a hundred people. Now, if I was had to talk about selling cars, I'd be real scared because I don't know <laughs> anything about it and I don't care about it. But you know, like, like it's something I can give my version of how I do things. You know, I have a lot of experience to share and I really love nurturing artists. It makes me feel mm-hmm. good. I, mm-hmm. uh, I like making people feel good in my chair. I like nurturing Baby, my little babies, as I say, uh, artists. Um, and so, you know, if I can connect with someone on that way and inspire, it just, it, it makes me happy. And so I guess you're asking, your there, yeah. there was just a point where I just, I was already educated. I was the lead artist for Surat Beauty. I was already traveling and training people all over the West Coast. Like at a certain point, I have enough to share. Right. So I started uh, self-producing workshops and Vanessa sponsored me. I have all lots of sponsors and mm-hmm. it's just obviously not happening this year. I've done a few one-on-one right. Zoom lessons and mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing like a class maybe. You should master classes the last one i did in was in boise idaho because i grew up in austin and boise and so i like to give back to the community there Mm -hmm. and so i did one like a year and a half ago i haven't gone this year or 2020 for obvious reasons but i did call it a master class and i always even feel weird about instead of calling it a workshop so because i'm a forever evolution as an artist So, so so you said that you've been you've obviously been to classes what do you remember like one class in particular that was like a huge like impact on you or game changer when you went to? I've been to so many. I, you know, because <laughs> I, uh, I do believe in ongoing education, no matter what level you're at. I want to throw that out there too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when this is going to air, but um, the makeup show is doing a virtual makeup show at the oh, end of the month of January. Yeah. And you could get like education for like, I think it's like 40 bucks for the ticket and you have like two days worth of webinars and um, do it. You know who would get me really excited one of my favorite that i watched with i think michael sent me a link it was the petter group moises okay yes moises ramirez yeah i did one with him uh in person actually (gasps) oh like i told i messaged him i'm like i can i just clean your brushes i if i'm in new york just just let me fucking clean your brushes (laughs) and he laughed he's like sure he's really nice Oh God. Like he's when really I nice. see his posts, I gasp. Like he inspired that's, but he's also, he's an you artist. Can see, you can see why, because I have an art background. So I'm just like art meets makeup. Oh, like yes, I was excited. Moises. I was excited yeah. to see it's Moises art. NYC is his Instagram, but that's one. I remember when that class, uh, when, uh, that was on the powder groups, recent classes, mm-hmm. I was so excited. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to get that class. I watched <laughs> all of them, but you know, he's just one that I got excited recently. I I think so. I went to one. I want to say like two years ago, and I feel like it was when I was like getting like more serious about my art. And I want to say it was like at IMATS. I did a seminar with uh, Nick Luan. Mm, okay, who, never who used to. Never seen him live. So mm-hmm. he, because he does a lot of like body painting and like special effects type stuff. Yeah. He used to be the director of education for Makeup Forever. For Makeup and Forever is now with Kevin Aquan. Kevin Aquan, right? So just watching him, but I also feel like okay, like it was like the first time that I saw all these like seminars, but like. 
the way that he did complexion, I just feel like I was just like mesmerized, like the way that he was doing complexion. And this was before I even like knew about Danessa or anything like that. And it just hit the face just looks so natural. Like it looks so, so natural. And he made it look and it was easy for him, like, you know, just the way that he did it and like how fluidly. And I don't know, there's something about, OK, this is like a me thing. <laughs> I feel like I can't host a masterclass until I can hold a brush in the way that most makeup artists hold brushes. Wait, how, like a, oh, how I don't know, do you, you know, hold a you brush? know how like okay, sit when I have my behind the scenes like put pictures, your pants right? back on, Rachel. I have pants on. I'm just kidding. That I did it to my. Yours. Let me tell you, I did it. I did it to my mom the other day. I was doing laundry and I bent over and she was like, she's like, you're not wearing pants. And I was like, well, you can't see that. And she was like, yes, I can. And then I, because I thought I positioned it so that she couldn't. Nope. So that's my life. Oh, I just woke up Priya with my cackle. <laughs> Yay, I made you cackle. Bucket list. Check. Oh, that's one of my favorite things. Okay. Okay, so for some reason when I'm doing makeup, like I hold it very like stiff and I feel like... Like a pen, pen yes, instead yes, of a but brush. but like when you see, they're like flicking their, the way that they do it and they're like flicking their wrists like this. I'm practicing it like okay. to hold it more. I've always had a very soft touch though, even when I do hold it like very like aggressively. I've always been told I have a t- soft touch, but I don't know. For That's some good. reason, I'm like, this just, this to me so, says artist. This to I... me says artist. This to me... Says like, who are you? By the way, she's gesticulating right now, like holding a pen in different ways. I just have to I'll say, have to put it, I'll put it up on my Instagram. What I'm that, talking about? That while you're saying that, I I would say try everything, but you're your own artist, so you do yeah. it the way that feels right to you. You use the brushes you want. You hold the damn brushes the way you want. So <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. There is no right or wrong way to. I mean, with your I pinky just out, be able like to, I just want to be able to do that. Like like I. I drink my whiskey with my pinky out. I know. Why can I so, hold the brush with my pinky just, out? Just pretend you're drinking. So I spent all weekend cleaning out my closet, which I haven't done in years, and a lot of wigs, as you saw, cleaning my wigs or reorganizing. And I'm going to donate a bunch of stuff um, to probably a trans shelter here mm-hmm. in LA. But the whole point of that is energetically, like it feels so clean. It makes my space yeah. feel bigger. It it feels good to like get rid of old yucky energy. You know, old energy, like wigs that I wore during a time where I was very unhappy, if that makes sense. Where does your, where does your makeup, like I feel like your makeup is so um, inspiring like a lot of it is very similar to the way that like drag queens. Well, you know, I did work on one of RuPaul's shows, by the way. Did you? I did. Um, So I've been around them. Basically, I I have been doing my version of drag for about a decade. But I always feel like I'm being my fabulous self when I'm doing it. But I just didn't know that it was a thing. Like I... I didn't know the term bio queen until 2020. I'm like, oh, what that's is that? Me. I don't know that. T- I don't know that. That's term. A, uh, a female born, like a woman who, like, I feel like I'm a drag queen. Does that make sense? Oh, I didn't know there was a name for that. Yeah, I didn't either. And I was like, that's me. So, and so cool. So I have a drag name, Makeup Pro, M A E K U P P R O, Makeup Pro. But like, I'm just fulfilling my drag fantasy when I'm doing it. And it feels very much like I'm being myself, like one of the versions of myself. And I mean, there's so many versions of myself you see on Instagram. And that's just part of who I am. 
Like I, I can't not be genuine. I am way too old to not be myself <laughs> at this point. I remember you saying, so you've worked with celebrities. Yeah. How, do you, musicians. I know, I know a lot of people like aspire to work with celebrities. Do you have any recommendations on how to kind of break into that? Or well, is you it need more to be like in a, a, you need to be in a larger market, honestly, like, if you want to do celebrity, even big New York makeup artists in fashion move to LA so they can do more celebrity work. Okay. But I also have to say that one of the things I always keep in mind and I tell students is everyone burps and everyone farts and everyone has boogers. So you can't go to set with a celebrity and just, you know, get all weird. And they're humans just like the rest of us. Does that make sense? So I treat everyone in my chair equally, whether it's a woman who wants an event makeup done or a big rock star. Uh, it's very important to not get all weird about it. Or, I mean, of course, there's demands that may happen. But, you know, I feel like in L.A., like people want to be treated like normal people. Yeah. And they like, also with celebrities, there's a lot of like unspoken where you don't talk about their personal stuff. Um, right. So I'm very respectful of that. Do you feel like and, you need to have an agent in order to like break into that market or you have to know someone? That's an interesting that thing because it does help because agents are connected to publicists. However, like I was saying with social media. So one of the reasons I got on social media, what, eight or nine years ago is I went to coffee with a beauty buddy and she was like, oh yeah, Rihanna found her makeup artist on Instagram. And I was like, Fuck. So mm -hmm. my brain went, what? And I had never got on it, like I said, because of my stalker. So I was like, okay, I need to rethink right. how I'm doing business. So at this point, you have access on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You have access to celebrities. Does that make sense? They can see your work if they're seeking someone out. It's a little different now. And I almost mm -hmm. think that, you know, agents take 20%. So are they mm -hmm. going to want to pay you directly or go through an agent? So things are shifting a bit when it comes to that. Now, agents have a, more connections, but there's no, I think now things have just shifted a bit where, you know, it works through social media too. And yeah. Now, if you're working on them all the time and on press junkets, it's probably, or press tours, it's probably easier to have an agent dealing with all yeah. the, ugh, all the stuff that you don't want to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, like sending I, in sending in invoices and getting you paid mm -hmm. and all that. But I don't know. It's like a I've thought about do I try to get with another agent or not? And, you know, mm -hmm. right now I'm just like, what's the fucking point? There's nothing happening. I used to work for a plastic surgeon and oh, do tell for four years. And we had <laughs> not like I guess we did have I guess we did have celebrity clientele. Very like I don't know, like socialites and where were you living were when you worked with New, this? New York City? Okay, well, there's definitely um, celebs there. in the in the news. There was a very big beauty influencer, and I feel like embarrassed to like not know this. So um, again, like I say this all the time, like you, people put what they want to be seen as on yep. their Instagram. Yep. And Absolutely. this person is a beauty influencer. Not only that, at the time, their uh, partner uh, was a personal trainer, so they oh, would do like workout yeah. content and, like and stuff like that. And yet, came into the office and got a. Brazilian butt lift and all this lipo. It was pretty obvious that like she had had like facial work done, like most people have. Um, but yeah, no, like she got Excuse Brazilian me? butt lift and was trying to say that like her right. Have you have you gotten work done, girl? Okay, grandma's forehead right now has not fucking been done since I was thirty eight. Wait, thirty nine. Wow. 
But you look amazing. Like I, I, I I'm want impressed. to get Botox. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep wearing all the wigs with bangs right now until it's safe to go back and get Botox. But no, I've um, never had plastic surgery. If that's what you're asking. I don't know. What I've, you're had, I've had Botox. Uh, yeah. Well, like facial work. I mean like Botox. But yeah, she's trying to like go on her and then she goes on her Instagram and says like, I got this ass from doing a million squats with my boyfriend. Sign Lines. up for his, sign up for his uh, program. You know, it's like, but it was just funny because I feel like that was before I was a ma- obviously that was before I was a makeup artist, but well, there was other ones that are like there's so, one that's like a big news anchor, and I watch the TV and I'm like, <laughs> so can I just say let's be the change? Let's so what one of the things that I authenticity is so important to me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm on Instagram, I'm not lying when I say I like a product or I use this or, and so though I'm I'm. A working artist pivoting into kind of influencing as well, I'm not going to come at you with bullshit. So I want to be part of the change where I can bring my experience and integrity into the conversation when I'm mm-hmm. posting. I, and I hope mm-hmm. people feel that, but I, I that kind of, that kind of bullshit, whoever that is, that doesn't fly. I don't follow those people. It's lies. Like I'm not interested. And I totally yeah. believe you. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We'll put the B3 um, affiliate links in the bio. Oh, yeah. I, I do love B3. <laughs> we both love B3. Like, that's the thing, though. You can tell. You can tell because if someone's every post is a is an ad and their link in bio is all affiliate links. Yeah. Well, I just became a B3 affiliate because I was like, wow, I love this stuff. And I only really use after all my cancer history and radiation. I'm really into clean skincare, clean and organic. So I because you absorb everything through your skin. Right. Very important to me. Um, So when I talk about it, I'm never just like blowing smoke out of my ass. It's extremely important. Um, It affects your immune system and everything. Another thing I wanted to say in regards to brands is I, because I've been in the business long enough and, you know, have met many people, I choose to support people who are authentic and they treat people well. So I love Danessa. She's full of love and kindness. I have met brand owners who looked at me like I was a piece of shit. I'm like, well, I don't want to support your brand anymore. I want to support people who put love and passion and hard work into their products. So mm-hmm. any that's another thing that's so important to me when I, when I talk about brands also, like, it's coming from that place. I refuse to be like, oh, I love them just because they have a bunch of followers. It's that just, I, I can't work that way. It really yeah. irritates me. In fact, my name means truth in Sanskrit. So it's something I very much live by. In, Satya. In what? Satya means truth in Sanskrit. From It's an ancient language it's from India. Where did, uh, and are you Indian or where did your parents think no, of my dad used to live in India in his loincloth meditating in the Himalayas barefoot and bathing in the Ganges in the 60s and 70s. And then my parents met in a Hindu ashram in Northern California in the late 70s. That. That's awesome. And hey, here I am, Satya Tara. Truth I love star. it because you're the only <laughs> you're the only Satya I know and it's, it's, have known. It's a unisex name. So in India, there's a bunch of dudes named Satya, and I'm like, uh, you know, kind of kind of interesting. Should yeah, I answer almost. the question why I wear wigs? Everyone asks. Yeah, why do you wear wigs? <laughs> <laughs> How many glasses of whiskey are you on? Oh, okay. I'm like, so everyone, I get so many questions on the wigs. So <laughs> I had 
tons of radiation during my bone marrow transplant to my whole body. And I've been in menopause since I was 21. So when you have radiation, your hair, like, especially like the left side, I don't grow hair on my armpit and stuff like that. Um, radiation affects that. So does menopause. So I choose to shave my head on what hair is actually growing and take my power back and rock wigs full time 24 seven. So when you see my posts about wigs, it's not always fun. Like these are my hair just so everyone gets mm. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, they are fun too. I love them and I feel very empowered doing it. And I, I decided to do it full time about a decade ago. Mm -hmm. um, so Have you thought I, about growing like, my hair just, back? Is that what you're going to ask? No, just like, no, just going bald. Oh yeah. Other... Celine. So I've been asked that too. That's a, and so... the thing is when I, I see her and I'm like, oh, that is the hottest shaped head chick. Oh, so hot. When I see myself, I feel like I look somewhat like a cancer patient and that's my own years yeah. of dealing doing cancer treatment mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i don't see like it to me it doesn't look as it just has a different uh memory for me and i've I gotcha. i've that been pushing sense. out of my comfort zone by trying to post here and there like with my shaved head and a beret and i actually talked to olive in the danessa myrick angels mm -hmm. i was like girl you got a shaved head let's do a collab with yeah. a beret, a beret. Yes. i can't do a full like that's like the equivalent of me walking around naked. So if anyone yeah, else has a horse, yeah, steps. I'm like, I'll do a beret, but I just, I just feel so much better just shaving my mm -hmm. head every two weeks and then putting a wig on whatever my mood is. And it's just that I have to find a guy who's into that too. <laughs> <laughs> but he could be with like a different woman every night. That's, well, that's, that's the, that's the pitch. That's what I think, you know? And can I tell you, like when I first met you, when I first saw your feet, I was like, what? is her hair color because <laughs> your wigs are so nice and like nat natural oh, looking to me you, yeah. to to the I was like every time like I feel like you would go back to often you would post like a, it was like a red a red wig. one yeah that's my usual yes. but I'm too lit right now. and I was like oh oh that must be her real hair color and then I was like it is Ooh, wait no usual. maybe wait no maybe the maybe <laughs> that's but I've been so I don't know you you're like one of the I can't look good in every hair color every and I'm like oh me maybe that is <laughs> well it's funny because i don't feel like i look good in blonde i feel very washed out but that doesn't mean other people don't so when i'm talking about i'm talking about my own personal experience mm -hmm. i'm not talking about anyone else with a shaved head or anyone else who's blonde i'm talking about me in my life experience i feel like i think i just in my stories i'm like julia i was like this one it was like a normal kind of dirty probably because dirty blonde's like my natural my mom was a ginger mm -hmm. i was a dirty blonde i just mm -hmm. i i was told i was ugly growing up and i felt ugly and Aww. it's just I think for me, I mean, I, I've worked a lot on self-love during all my cancer experience and as I've aged, but you know, I just feel like I'm more powered in red. Red is my power color. And so I just rock it. More paint. Yes, more paint. So I just wanted um, to like share that because I love people it. ask so much and this has been like, this has been awesome. Like, I love you, Rachel. You're the, so much fun. We should I just love have you, these. Sata. We don't even have to well, do a podcast. We can. I know. We, we can, can actually, we can actually talk. We, I'm <laughs> So down for it. I'm so glad that we've been connected and I could call you a friend. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I okay, do have in in the spirit it. in the spirit of tradition, I do have a would you rather. <laughs> oh and I actually give it to me, right? I thought I thought of yeah. I thought of one. So <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be good. Yes. Okay. Right, is your body ready? Because I'm ready. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> Wear a wig made out of... Oh, no. <laughs> wig. 
better not be Donald Trump's hair. No. Wig. Would you rather wear, wear a wig made out of noodles for the rest of your life? <laughs> or only be able to apply makeup with your feet for the rest of your life? What in the... <laughs> would I rather wear a wig made out of... <laughs> noodles. Your choice of noodles, cooked or uncooked. But it would be like the same style for the rest of your life. So like... The same hair every day made out of noodles. It couldn't change. Like I couldn't have purple Mm-mm. noodles versus. It would be the same. It would be the same wig oh. made out of noodles. It was. It would only be could one. Could I style? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. So say what like if the noodles hair. broke? Ass- could I? Could assuming I no, it, it would just be that style. It would be that style of noodles for the rest of your life. Um, it would. Assuming it would not break. Assuming it I'm would losing be like... an airpiece. Shit, sorry. <laughs> okay, and then the other one was would I able, only be able only be able to apply makeup with your feet for the rest of your life, How and that includes that these? includes that includes clients. I I haven't thought of a good one in a very long time. Okay, like, well before that's I a good to one. You, and yeah, what it is a good the, one. What the <laughs> bleep bleep me out right there? Um, apply makeup with my feet. That is an art in itself, and there is a fetish for that. I'm sure. Just have to mm-hmm. say that. We so if I fans. started doing that, some I would probably get like messaged in my emails like, hey, girl, hey, I need a makeup job from some mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with. So assuming, okay, assuming. So if you are applying you know makeup what? with noodles, then you're not <laughs> being able to wear a wig. Wait, you're not applying makeup right? with noodles. I'm wearing noodles and then right. still. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Oh, that's so hard. You gave me a good one. But I'm going to say, because my hands are like, I need my hands. Um, I'm going to, and I can't fully, after my back surgery a couple years ago, I can't move my left toes very well. So I'm going to go with the noodle. I want to be a noodle head and be able to move my noodles around. What kind of noodles would you choose? I, well, they'd have to be gluten-free in case I was hungry. Um, Oh, I'm (laughs) gluten-free too. Not by choice. Like in Europe, I can eat it and I'm fine. But it's something oh, about our, our creepy same. shit in America. Yes, yes same. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I all I literally I dream about France and Spain. I'm just like, give me a baguette, a croissant. A baguette? Yes, oh, that's exactly. Yeah, because it's non-GMO. I swear to yes. you. Yes, like, and I don't get sick. And I'm like, this is amazing. Same. And I don't gain weight either because it's clean ingredients. So, so basically, we're saying you and I are going to need to go to Europe for the yes. for as soon as oh wait, COVID we have so over. many. We have so many Danessa angels over there. Oh, we're going to come get you. We're going to come get you. We're going to go on a Euro trip. We're going to like go see all these people. So if you, so if you were a noodle head, then what kind of (laughs) pasta would it be? Then would be the follow up question. (laughs) Well, it's got to be like a long dangly one. So I could fashion it in different ways each day. So like, I mean, maybe, maybe to my shoulders. No, well, that would break. Uh, maybe linguine, linguine, like maybe shoulder length. I don't know. I can always spray it with colors. Would you rather linguine or spaghetti? Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like spaghetti is the most versatile and the most hair-like because it's like a circular. But like, ooh, True. fettuccine. Like, what about for fettuccine? Those big fat ones. Basically, you're making me salivate for food <laughs> right now because it's about dinner time. So thanks a lot. <laughs> so anything I could eat off my own head would be great. Mm, ooh. And assuming that it regenerated, then you would never go hungry. <laughs> and I could use color fix to paint it whatever color I wanted. You could just cut yes, it Danessa. and then cook it. Okay. Yes. So I, I think that this is veered off in a very interesting way. 
<laughs> but this has been a really good time, Satya. So much fun. Thank you so much, so, so much for um, Thanks for having me. Joining this me. is so much fun. P.S. I grew up in the dirty South, Texas. Yes. So I feel Do like you, I'm part of this. Can you tell us uh, where to follow you and anything you have going on, anything you want to say to anyone that's listening? Yes, you can follow my Instagram at Satya underscore Linak, S-A-T-Y-A underscore l-i-n-a-k i mean you can hit my website satyalinak.com i mean what do i have going on i'm gonna be sitting in my apartment some more because <laughs> covid is the highest in la county in the whole country so that's kind of what i have going on but you know i love to connect with people on instagram and you know if you're a makeup artist looking for a mentor you're welcome to email me about one-on-one -on -one lessons i am an educator and i'm here to bring positivity and love to the world so i want to throw that out there too so i'm your cheerleader i appreciate Yay. you rachel s-a-t-y-a satya <laughs> thanks everybody for listening we'll talk thank to you, next you guys week. love you i love you all i love you rachel Happy Love New Year. You. Let's all have a wonderful and a better 2021. Full of hope. Yeah.